Hello, I am Lee Hedgepantelis, the Principal of Bryden's Lawyers, and welcome to LawPod. Today we have a very special guest with us, Tamlin Van Zeist, who is the President of the Campbelltown Chamber of Commerce. Tamlin has been a very good friend of Bryden's Lawyers now for quite some time, and I'll go through with her shortly about how we met and the, the role that we play in the Chamber of Commerce and the role that the Chamber of Commerce plays for Bryden's Lawyers. But I firstly just wanted to introduce Tamlin to all of our listeners and get her to tell us a little bit about herself. Tamlin, welcome. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for having me on your show. No, it's our pleasure. There's no doubt about that. Now, you are, of course, the president of the Campbelltown Chamber of Commerce. Yes, that's right. But you are also the owner of your own business, Tamlin Creative. That's correct, yes. All right. Well, let's start at the beginning. Tell us a little bit about Tamlin Van Zeist. Well, Tamlin Van Zeist, well, designer, artist, photographer, loves being creative. Starting a business was in 2004. A good friend of mine introduced me to a few people like a couple of printers and things like that because back in the day it wasn't digital. And I thought, well, how hard can this be? <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> yes. And in that year, I finished my second form of study. So I've studied graphic design and I've studied marketing and advertising. And that year, I also got married and in November 2003 and then 2004, decided to start out on my own. Well, it may have started a little bit earlier than that because you say that you were creative. Where mm. did that come from? There was one of your parents, were they it's artistic? My, it's my dad. Okay. So he's a fantastic illustrator and he's worked in multinational companies for his work working life and he was a graphic designer and I always thought oh well I'll work for him and when I was four I remember saying to him that I'll be your colorina so <laughs> he used to say things like that but I've actually got a painting as well that my first one my dad kept and it's actually got orange trees on it well, so. we'll, we'll talk about the orange in a minute <laughs> because look I'm very jealous of people like you being artistic based I am far from artistic I'm more robotic than anything <laughs> at one stage I even tried to learn an instrument a musical instrument and I can learn how to play the chords on a guitar but it's very robotic there was no artistry whatsoever yeah. <laughs> so I am very jealous of people that can actually draw and paint and the like all right so tell us a little bit more about Tamlin Creative then what services do you provide so Tamlin Creative as I said in 2004 we were just a graphic design print design company and as things have changed in the last 15-16 years the industry has changed so we've had to look at how we can grow in terms of the digital space so our business services have changed dramatically in terms of you know web development in terms of campaign uh, creating those for clients as well and our services aren't just based on graphic design there is a form of marketing in place and so our background and our tagline is design with empathy so we around design thinking and asking a lot of questions or is that empathy for your clients or is that empathy for clients of your clients for example or both it's both actually so you have to understand of course your client the people that you're dealing with and then understand what their market is. Correct. So you can pitch to that. That's right. We Uh, always say that we don't base things on assumption. You need to understand what the problem is. And most of the time when someone comes to us, they don't know what that problem is. So we have to delve. Well, there is an old saying, isn't there, about assuming that if you assume you make an ass of you and me. Correct. Yes. I'll never never forget that because I think it does have have great application. All right, Tamlin, we live in a very digital, virtual, visual world today. Mm -hmm. And so graphic design, I've noticed myself, has gained so much importance in a business sense. From your perspective, how have you seen that evolve over time? That is the importance of graphic artistry in a business. Graphic artistry as a form of communications. It's a form of being able to create perceptions. Graphic design isn't just 
you know, the old school cut and paste ideas. It depends on a small agency versus a large agency as well. So you've got small graphic designers out there that'll be asked to create a visual. You've got an agency like ours that'll create visual, but it is based on messaging. It's based on some values. It has purpose. So graphic design requires purpose. But graphic design in a digital space is almost like another dimension. We have to not just think about what does it visually appeal. It actually has to go, well, what functionality does it require? What is that call to action? Will it drive uh, invoke emotion? You've got four seconds. You've got 10 seconds. You know, things like that. It's another dimension graphic design has become. No, no, I agree with you because it's the sort of thing that I'm now privy to, of course, in the, the business of Bryden's Lawyers. And we have an in, in internal graphic artist and we do a lot of the work ourselves in-house now. And so I I've become over time acutely aware of as to how important it is and in terms of colour and movement and livery and design and how people associate that with a business or a service. Now leading on from that of course we can go back to one of our original comments concerning the orange. Now, orange is a theme which runs very heavily throughout all of your business and your life, I assume, because you are sitting opposite me wearing an orange pair of glasses. That's right. So (laughs) tell us about the orange. My surname is Van Zeist. So it's Dutch. So there's a a touch of Dutch and origin in me a few generations back, but that's where the orange has originated. Yet it also has that connection of colour. So that's where that started. But it was funny when I was looking at colours and and my own brand as well. I don't know why I drew to that at first. And that's when it's like, hang on a second, I'm Dutch. There's this creative. And then a few years later, like I said, I found this painting with orange trees. It's just like was meant to be so I own orange okay <laughs> and, and does that work for you do you find that that creating that strong theming throughout all of your business that that, that works it creates a consistency does it in approach it does it does I don't know if I really want to be named this but there's a few people that go oh there's that crazy orange lady oh dear <laughs> <laughs> so no. I'll take it I used to get one of my cars wrapped orange and people would actually take photos of me driving around going I found you here I found you there so it definitely has piqued interest on people and remembering who I am and also what my brand stands for. Well, I assume that running your own business, Tamlin Creative, takes up a lot of your time. (laughs) So how do you fit in being the president of the Campbelltown Chamber of Commerce as well? Well, I've been on boards for close to 10 years now, and I think it's about seven years for Campbelltown Chamber. But as president, there's a lot of work that goes involved in this. I would say there's one to two days of my week that takes that. If I didn't have a great team at Tamlin Creative, I wouldn't have been able to spend the time time in helping our chamber grow. To make things happen, you do need to have time set aside for it. So yeah, I'm very grateful that Tamlin Creative have got a good team so I can actually help. Well, we are recording this, of course, during the midst of a pandemic, Mm -hmm. which has had a very significant impact on our lives in all respects. How have you found it impacting on Tamlin Creative and the chamber? Well, for Tamlin Creative, it impacted especially the first month of what was happening with the unknown and the panic. A lot of our retainers were put on hold. Because I'd been through what happened in 2009 with the GFC, I wasn't as panicked, you know, most probably other businesses are at the moment. I had a vision of, okay, well, I've been through something similar to this before. What am I going to do? So I started looking at, you know, what do you cut? Do you cut costs? Do you look at your subscriptions? Do you look at banking? Do you your phones? Do you look at all those things? Having processes in place, for example, our team had to start working from home. Well, we had our servers and cloud-based products that we use. So we slid in there quite nicely. In terms of clients, we 
had a very good few months beforehand. So that helped. I think cash flow, they say cash flow is king and I think that's important. And a lot of businesses, if they weren't doing so well, they really would have struggled. With Chamber, I've seen a lot of members, they are struggling out there. There's a lot of you know, people with cafes and restaurants and clubs, even some of our clubs that are sponsors. For Chamber itself, I remember in March, Lee, where we were going to have the event as platinum sponsor for Brighton's and we had to make a decision three days before the event and luckily we did because the day of that event they stopped the the government had said no more than 100 people so that was for myself as a leader I had to make an executive decision on that and I think moving forward for the chambers around like the other chambers out there some of them have done a few webinars we've kept doing them monthly we're not going to get the numbers we you know normally would get as an event but we are there for the good and the bad and we will try and keep going and help and support our members. You and the board should be congratulated on what's been an excellent initiative in continuing the chamber meetings through webinars and the like and I've attended almost all of them I think. Thank you. But it has been a challenging time hasn't it I mean to try and convene these meetings by way of webinars and maintains people's level of interest because we're at the moment things are just so fluid. I mean if I asked you for example when do you think you'll be convening meetings again face to face and I don't think you can give an answer. We can't give an how, answer. How long is a piece of string? That's right. I mean, there's some chambers going to be trying to do it, but I think you've really got to think about what could happen. There's a lot of ifs out there. Well, so. at the moment, I mean, we are operating, you and I, in, in what is the hot spot within Sydney, the southwest, and I feel that the virus is knocking on the door, and we've been very fortunate up until now to mm. be directly impacted on it so far as the health of our staff and family are concerned. It is, it is genuinely very scary as to what we see and read. It is, mm. it is. All right, well, look, apart from being the president, of course, and running a very successful business, there is a life outside of that, <laughs> and that's family. So tell us a little bit about your family. Well, I have a fantastic husband, Tim. It's good to have a real strong partner that is there for you for the you know thick and thin of this. I have two lovely children as well. So I've got Zane, who's 12 and just started high school. And then you've got Ava Lily, who's in year five as well, So who has additional needs. So in terms of work-life balance, when I first started my business, I didn't have children. So I was all in it. And, and that's what when you first start a business it's all or nothing as I had children I would bring them to work I had to balance things like that although I wouldn't call it balance as they have grown up they've been able to do other things with dad and me either separate or as a family the last five years I would say is I've got the right team as I always bring it back to the team and the right people I can have a holiday when there's no COVID. I can have a weekend now. But there was quite a few years that I, I didn't have the processes. I didn't have the right team. Now I do. I don't work weekends. I shut off where I can, you know, after six o'clock. Mind you, your mind does not shut off as a business owner. There's always something to think about or even chamber. I'm thinking about those things. How can we help? What are we doing next? But in terms of balance, you know, I try to go out for walks. When I can do some art, I actually teaching my daughter how to draw. So there's that thing where my dad did for me and now I'm passing that on. Who is inheriting their mother's artistic skills? Ava Lily. Good so, yeah. Well done. <laughs> Very pretty name, Ava Lily. Oh, thank you. Beautiful name. <laughs> All right. I'm told, Tamlin, that 12.1% of the 5.9 million female employees in Australia now operate their own business. Hmm. 
from your perspective, if you had to give advice or a recommendation as to starting up your own business, going out on your own, taking that risk, what would you say to a young Tamlin? Don't do it. No, Jack. <laughs> no, no. I think there's a couple of things. I learned, I guess, the hard way with a few things. Having a mentor is something that is really important. You don't have to be able to pay for one but if you've got the right people around you that's really important if you've got an idea or or a business idea that you think is viable test it ask people is you know if especially if it's a product people go down that route and think they've got a great idea but they haven't really thought it out and know if they've actually got a market for it for a business as such you know is it going to work well you you have to start putting those processes in place you know usually are the person that works for yourself for maybe a year or two until you desire to have more people you can't work till midnight or two in the morning but for the old Tamlin I would say you have to be very confident and act confident mother say fake it till you make it but you've got to be confident out there all right so this is an opportunity now for you to promote your own business if someone was interested in speaking (laughs) to you about Tamlin Creative how could they get in contact with you well you can contact through our website which is tamlincreative.com.au or you can find us on Facebook as well we have a great team as I said our conduit is usually Amanda who is a fantastic customer service manager who works really well with our clients we do have two different target audiences and we have marketing managers that we work with really closely yes they may have an art department but those also need that extra layer which is you know around the digital and sometimes it's around building a really good campaign that needs to have market research and things like that around it then we have the other uh, target audience which is small to medium businesses that have been in business for a couple of years that obviously have a problem or they don't know where they're going next and they need that next level of you know brand strategy so they're the two type of people we work with all right well that's your free plug for tamlin creative mm, and you. now we'll turn our attention to the chamber of commerce tell us about the importance of the chamber and what it provides to the business community. So Campbelltown Chamber or as a business chamber, we're there as a network for other businesses in the community. We're there to help and advocate for local, state and federal. If there's issues arise, our members can come to us and we can speak to those. We work closely with our local council and we're actually in the midst of talking to them about business expo micro businesses how that's going to work online that's going to be another interesting way of moving forward for people as well in terms of networking that's something that would normally happen at an event in terms of being able to partner with other people and find other like-minded business owners out there as well I think we will have to see how we're going to do that in the next 12 months and work out how we're going to help our members but in general a chamber is there to support each other collaborate and you know be there for the good and the bad times all right so if a business was interested in joining the chamber how would they do so they can visit the website there is a inquiry form there and then our administration person karen would be then in contact we do have a membership director as well shafali pal who would also be happy to chat to anyone that's looking at membership as well excellent tamlin thank you so much for coming and speaking with us today it has been most enjoyable it's been great this is the first podcast i've ever done and thank you so much for having me and definitely not your last i suspect all right well look thank you very much to tamlin and again thank you to all for listening to law pod brought to you by bryden's lawyers if there is any particular topic that you would like us to address please send us details of same to lawpod at brydens.com.au follow us on all social media platforms whether they be facebook twitter instagram so tune in again next week for another very special guest and thank you for listening Thank you.